Although I'm not clear on how he gets back on the boat. Because otherwise, you have to go down and get him every time when you What fetch. if there's like one of those like little ladders? Because like dogs can climb little short ladders sometimes, Do- like little short dogs. They'd have to be like ramped. Like I can't go like straight up. I think they can. No. I think they can. Dogs can't climb I mean, ladders. Not like climb ladders like I'm climbing up a two-story building. Right. But I feel like, yeah, they can like probably boat, get like a, a couple. A boat ladder is like quite straight up. This is ridiculous. I feel like it'd be like three or four steps. I'm sorry, it's a ridiculous conversation, but I, I really am I'm enjoying it because I really want to know how the dog gets back on the boat. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gore hounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, in which we meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror movie section of our local video store in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as, as the, the final, final girl. girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook, breaking each movie down one by one, speaking out over all the ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating the path to survival. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Hey, everyone. I'm Julia. I'm Marion. Uh, we are the first pop, co- mm, first podcast from, from uh, first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that that crashed Damn. and then exploded. I always think I can, I can push through, but I can't. Like, I can save it. First podcast from Indie Popcorn, recording at the circus. Ding. See how I did there that? There you go. Much better. Um, this is episode 52 called Try to Stay Calm, because today we are going to be discussing... 1989, Dead Calm. Yep. Directed by Philip Noyce, starring Sam Neill, Nicole Kidman, and Billy Zane. And that's pretty much it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah just like... Three people. So if those three people are not your people, then this movie is not for you. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, so this this film um, was made for about ten million and made about ten million. Oh, okay. okay so, so it was just like just... it broke even. Okay, so that's respectable, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, the tagline is "High Seas, Deep Terror." I like it. it totally applies. Yeah. Um, so this film uh, was based on a novel by Charles Williams called uh, "Dead Calm." Okay. And then uh, Orson Welles filmed this. I remember hearing about yes. this. Yes, so yeah, yeah, he yeah. wrote a mm-hmm. script called The Deep and okay. filmed it between for two years, between 1969, 67 and 69. Based on the novel. Based on the novel. Okay. Uh, with Jean Moreau and Lawrence Harvey, and then Lawrence Harvey died. And ah. so it was never finished. Uh-huh. And so there's like two years worth of footage, and I guess that's not enough to make The Deep. So so like, have people seen this footage? Is this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, one of those famed Just things that exist. one of the endless Orson Welles masterpieces. His garage is... I can't even imagine that dude's garage, you know? So many. Just so like, many. So close and yet so far. Well, like, oh, this is casual genius work here, yeah. casual genius mm-hmm. work here. Just, yeah. ugh. We love you, Orson Welles. It's so frustrating. Uh, so uh, this film uh, is is kind of uh, similar to, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Roman Polanski's Knife in the Water, mm. which is another film which is basically three people on a boat in a very similar kind of in triangle like a, okay, situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's, it's it, you know, the, people like the boat movies. No. Well, also, too, I think there's something, <clears throat> you know, the ocean's one of those things where it's like extremely beautiful and the potential for it to go extremely wrong because of the isolating nature of it it's just ripe for the horror movie world and honestly probably not explored enough um but i think this movie does a really good job of it of it especially because all those problems you usually run into where you know people can be critical of horror movies like oh we'll just call the cops or why didn't you x or why didn't y but like just make them out in a boat in the middle of nowhere yeah. and then like none of that matters 
call the cops, radio them, and wait till they cut, you know, yeah. it'll be a couple days, you know? So it's, I, I like it because it seems like it's a very easy device mm-hmm. to make things really, really scary really, really quickly. Well, the th- and the, the cool thing mm-hmm. about these kind of films is like you have to have three incredible actors yeah. because that's all there is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this kind of knocks out of the park and all three of yeah. them really deliver amazing performances. Um, Billy Zane, by the way, yeah. um, is the uh, the Baxter. You know what the Baxter is? Uh, that's the one that never gets the girl. Yeah. So, okay. they, so like in a in a movie like in a romantic comedy where it's like the girl and the guy, and then she picks the other guy. Oh, he's like always the Baxter. He's always the Baxter. Wow. And he's the Baxter in three, uh, two other boat boat movies, <laughs> which is Titanic, and then a movie called Survival Island. He's the boat Baxter. The boat Baxter. Wow. That's a he's a very handsome Baxter. He is. Wow. The Baxters really- usually are. I guess so. But there's always something about them, like, you're not supposed to really want her to be with that person. Yeah, because I guess, yeah, I suppose so. But it's funny, because I think in those, in Titanic, uh, I think especially, it's like, you kind of are because something's, I guess actually both films, like, something's wrong with him. Right. Like, he's incredibly handsome, but like, you're kind of broken. Yeah. So like, you're the Baxter, Mm -hmm. because you might be slightly crazy. Okay. um, Or have anger issues, Uh or whatever. So that's interesting. Yeah, he's got some anger issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of anger issues, uh, the screenplay for this uh, was written by Terry Hayes, who also wrote uh, The Road Warrior Mm -hmm. and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, really? (laughs) That's really funny. And Dead Calm. Uh And also Dead Calm. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, and this film is directed by Philip Noyce. Um, and I feel like this is, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think this is the first film that Nicole Kidman did where, because I think she turned 20 making this mm-hmm. film, where she's playing like an adult. Right. Like it's not, what is that? BMX, BMX Bandits. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, where she's actually like playing a grown-up. And um, yeah, she and Sam Neill are married at the beginning of this film. And he plays a naval officer uh, coming home for Christmas, looking very... Crispy, I think is the word you and I described. (laughs) Looking very, very tan, very crispy. Yeah. Um, And the beginning of this movie has that kind of terrible thing where, like, he gets off the train and he's, like, looking around for her, for his wife, Nicole Kidman, and kind of looks around and then, like, cops are there waiting for him. And the and cops are like, like pointing and talking. You know, you know what I mean? Pointing and you have that him, look. And you're like, oh, this uh, is bad. None of this is going to be good. That's that's not the Christmas anyone wants to No, where the, where the cops take you to the hospital and tell you that uh, your wife is in critical condition yeah. and your son is dead. Yeah. And then... This fucking car accident was not okay. It's really crazy. I'm not okay with it. Yeah. I really am. I like. I've seen some bad car accidents in movies, and like this one, I'm like, you can't have a toddler <laughs> go through the front windshield. That's not okay. Yeah, no, they really did that, and, and they show it. And it's crazy too because this movie is not like a you know we're here to you know take the gore up to the nth degree, and no. that's kind of the. So it's just it's really like you kind of feel like I feel like movies like Dead Calm often don't get classified as horror films because they're not gross enough or you know there's not like a kind of a michael myers bad guy or right. whatever but i feel like this shot alone like no tour film like this yeah. shot is super screwed up so this sort of this flashback where like nicole kidman's driving in the rain and her toddler is in the car seat behind her and it's dark and it's raining and they're sort of and they're also like singing what like nursery rhymes to each it's, other it's the incy weensy spider instead of apparently instead of it's a bitsy they do it in australia i guess um but he gets out of, he unlocks himself out of the car seat and then starts coming, coming towards her. And then she's like, oh, no, no, no. And she takes her eye off the, the road for a second. And so they hit like a divider, 
and it's, you know, airbags, seatbelt, crashing glass, the whole bit, but they fully show the kid going through the front windshield. Mm -mm. And it's like, what movie? What? I understand. I mean, they have to show you the brutality of what she saw so you realize how how much grief there is. Yeah. Like, I understand that. Like, Mm -hmm. I get it for like a, you know, movie device, but that's fucking not okay. Yeah, that's pretty Um, So they decide... To to grieve yeah. for their little boy mm-hmm. that they're going to go out in the middle of nowhere and be on this boat together, mm-hmm. which I think is perhaps a bad idea anyway. You think so? Yes, because okay. I feel like when you're like incredibly sad, you're not supposed to just like be in a place where all you have to do is think. That's bad. Like mm-hmm. you want to get out and do stuff. Like if you're just like locked. But bo- isn't this the stuff that they're doing? But like you're just almost like you're doing a little bit of boat stuff, but mainly you're just hanging out crying in a bed like there's you know I suppose so but I also feel like I would see the logic of you're in a place that doesn't constantly remind you of your son like if you were home like trouble right Right. because like all his stuff is going to be there and all his so I mean at least I feel like Sam I feel like this is Sam Neill's idea by the way of course so I feel like like I get what Sam Neill was doing like she's got to be in a place where and also it's like all the friends are like what do you need Da, da, da. Right. Like we're just making this all up as part of the movie, but like, I, you know, <laughs> but I just feel like I think there. I mean, either way, like the reasons that get them out on the boat seem justified, but perhaps it's it's interesting. So it's not just like a couple that's just on the boat and then shenanigans. It's like a couple that's like they seem to have a strong marriage, but like they're both kind of broken. Yeah. So you feel like if you introduce another character choices and decisions could be made that perhaps if this had not happened to them they would have made different choices and i feel like that only serves to kind of amp up the kind of emotional you know choices and the energy and the whole thing so i think it's a good idea um so so, this boat is called the saracen yes that's the name of their boat and so they're hanging out on the boat being Mm -hmm. being very sad Uh, nicole kidman does some excellent no, she has some crazy nightmares and she's like fully doing it. Yeah, it's uh, like you buy it. And then uh, they see mm-hmm. another boat in the distance. Yeah, a schooner. Um, and then notice that there seems to be somebody in a rowboat rowing towards their boat mm-hmm. at a very frantic pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he, he he's not, when they comes towards their boat, he doesn't slow down. And Samuel's like, hey, hey, hey. And he just rams right into the boat. Yeah climbs up the ladder, like runs into their boat and down into the cabin immediately. With like no words spoken. No. You're like, okay. Not not a good not a good thing. Yeah. Um so he's wearing like Bermuda shorts and chucks <laughs> mm-hmm. and like a hat. Mm-hmm. And he's super I love how they shoot him when you first see him because he's like sparkly because he's all wet he's listening, and yeah. he's just like beautiful and you're like oh my Billy but he's, Zane but he's also got like crazy eyes oh, yeah. and he's like traumatized and you can tell like whatever went down in that schooner was no good no good but they got to make him look beautiful as well so right. that you won't just immediately be like get out get out yeah no exactly no that's true um, and he tells him this whole story his name's Huey and he tells him this whole story that he was taking people across to Fiji and he was with six other people and they all died of botulism and it was like it's sort of that's like the lethal food poisoning version of botulism um and it basically spread and he was just basically trapped on a boat with a bunch of dead people and he kind of went a little nuts and like that kind of sounds terrible but i i i think you and i talked about this when we were watching it what one of the things i really enjoyed about this movie is obviously you're shooting everything on a boat sometimes a second boat but either way you're on a boat and philip noise does such a great job especially in this opening scene where 
I think you and I were talking about, we noticed that Billy Zane, as he's telling the story of what happened to the people and why he's there, he keeps moving mm-hmm. around, around kind of um, in the galley. And he's like kind of going to this seat and then he starts telling the story and then he's kind of, he's got that like crazy energy. So he moves to a different part and then moves to it. So they're kind of following him around the boat. And it's great because it's like, not only do you get to be introduced to all the various sections of the of the hold that way, but I also feel like you're not... You're, you're you're sort of slowly starting this thing where we're just never going to be... It's already like a chase. Like, you're never going to be stationary. Mm-hmm. Like, the chase has begun. I feel like the, he's... It's that kind of clever thing where you're not trying to fool the audience at all into thinking that Billy Zane is, like, the good guy here right. or legitimate in any way, shape, or form. Um, but it starts off... You start really early on, like, just getting into it, having that energy, um, and being able to shoot the boat in a way that's really effective when you start going down this thriller road that mm-hmm. we're about to go down. Right. So uh, they, he they he comes in and they uh, and they but I feel like Sam Neill like doesn't fully buy it. Of course he does. I feel like Nicole Kidman's a little bit more like uh, her character's name is Ray. I feel like Ray's a little bit more like oh that that seems really awful. I'm so sorry for you. But Sam Neill's like because mm, he also he's like a knows, military man, right? Totally, so he's yeah. gonna like see behind. I don't any, know. And he's kind of like, well, maybe I'll go look at the boat. And Billy Zane's like, no, don't go look at the boat. You can't go look at the boat. So also, it's course. sinking. Also, don't go look at the boat. So who's going to go look at the boat? 100% can Sam go look at the boat. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, uh, Billy Zane goes to sleep, right? To take mm-hmm. a nap to chill. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to go sneak over, take the dinghy, and just go check out the boat and leave my wife here alone. No. Billy see, Zane. First mistake. Yeah. Uh, but they do lock him in. They do. Yeah. But, but yeah um so basically they and it, it also has you have have this great sequence too where like as as sam neil is going across the boat it's like you know they keep cutting back and forth between like billy zane waking up mm-hmm. billy zane realizing he's not here cutting to the boat billy zane realizing he's locked in sam neil getting on the boat and like kind of building up to this moment where sam neil is going to find the bodies of all these people and they 100 percent did not die of botulism nope um they've been super murdered and isn't there like a head like yeah. someone's head is floating mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They, it's it's like the most terrifying death boat yeah uh, and like you <laughs> and know, it's also sinking too it's right? sinking yeah. and mm-hmm. and then all but also like so it's also like sparking because like the electricity like electrical things are yeah getting it's hit. like everything's gonna kill you right and but somehow there's still a tv on with like this vhs playing of Billy Zane and like the photographer and the models that he was with. Right. And so you kind of get some of his backstory that yeah. way. Which only continues the longer that Sam Neill's on the boat, like yeah. the more you see of that, like those home movies play out where you can see Billy Zane's descent into madness in like the background, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's a masterfully crafted film. Yeah, no, it's well done. Um, but I like, so basically when he realizes it, that's when Billy Zane's like, oh, like he breaks out and he and Ray start fighting. So you have, again, these great kind of cutting back and forth between Sam Neill getting the dinghy and running back to his boat and him seeing uh, Ray and Huey fighting and like screaming at her like get off the boat just jump just jump like forget the boat like just get off um, and she gets knocked out and he just as he reaches the boat uh, Billy Zane starts the boat uh, the Saracen back up again and like Sam Neill does like the leap where he's gonna like try and grab the boat and he totally misses and, and gets so, sliced in the arm by the propeller. Right. So he's bleeding in the water, which is no good. And his wife and a madman take off in his boat, just leaving him in the middle of the ocean, which is fantastic. Oh. I mean, that's such a great, like, oh, like burn kind of shot and just that feeling is like you when you woke up that's more that morning you had no idea that this is where your day would end up oh yeah uh-huh yeah and, and also just like what's the i, I think it, this movie does a great job of sort of putting you in sort of all the all our sort of our heroes and our villains position where you're just like what would you do and in that moment it's like 
you're bleeding bunches in the middle of the ocean. Your, you know, your boat is gone with a madman with your wife. There's another like death boat that's sinking. You've got like a garbage dinghy. Like just, there's not a lot of good choices, right. you know. Um, Would you go after them? Because I feel like I'd go after them. I mean, I know like you'd be but not in the way, dinghy. Way not, fun. not well, in the dinghy. I mean, that's the thing. You can't go up to the dinghy. I think I would immediately go back to the schooner and then do basically what Sam Neill does, which is, especially if I was a naval officer and sure. like I remotely had these skills, um, is to try and get that thing going because he can't catch up with them in the dinghy. Yeah. Um, so unless Ray comes to and then she jumps, con- gets control of the boat and comes back or something, you know, like. See, this is why I'm maybe not the best final girl because I'd be like. You would chase them in the I'm dinghy? I'm just like, after them in the dinghy. Like, I'll, I'll catch them someday. <laughs> <laughs> that's Someday. how I die in yeah. the middle of the ocean. Um, <laughs> no, you're not so, catching them in the dinghy. There's so many great, like, Sam Neill, like, taking charge in the boat. He's like, all right, I'm going back to this boat, and I'm going to get the water out of this hull, and I'm going to make this thing not stop sinking, and yeah. just, like, does it. But I'm not going to turn off this VHS of, like, Billy Zane's insanity, um, which is so great, too, because, like, it starts off, it seems like he's, like, a photographer's assistant yeah. or something, and then the photographer's shooting the models, and the models are, like, half naked, and then he and Billy Zane just start fighting, but you can tell it's that fight where, like, you're just a lowly assistant, and, like, he has no idea the hornet's nest that he's tapping into. And Billy Zane's just getting more upset and more upset and more upset. And you don't actually end up seeing, like, the murders. But you, it's just, it's not it's not going well. Um, the other part that I love is that the minute Ray comes to. And she does, like, an amazing, like, groggy come to. Yeah. Takes her a while to figure out what's going on. What? But And then also, like, doesn't really want to figure it out. But, yeah. like, no, but probably not. But my husband, oh, no, it's him. You, she looks over and... Billy Zane's got like the music on and he's dancing yeah. this weird like I can't even I don't even know what that dance is it's like hippie kind of mm-hmm. like your Woodstock kind of dance and he's just like great like he just he literally hit her so hard it knocked her out right and then but now the boat's gone he's good like hey. he he's got that great insanity where you're like zero to 60 to zero so easily yeah. like it's not it's not a problem like even though i was just going to kill you two seconds ago but are you good now okay great we're good right like it's that kind of insanity and which is super unsettling rather than sort of the more you know like frothing at the mouth the sure whole time. but he can like, be very but scary. he also can go there yes but like i think to have that be the first time you see the two of them alone together right. and have him dancing is a great choice sure because uh, really she like wakes that. up and then it's just confusion yeah. rather than fear and he like tries to charm her yeah he's like hitting on her and sort of talking about how attractive she is and she has great bone structure because he considers himself also an artist and like he's just having this conversation like they met at a bar mm-hmm. but like and like obviously ray did not see what sam neil saw but she knows it's not good yeah. like if he's like get off the boat get out you know like it's not good uh-huh. you know and he left her husband to die basically but then he's like so you hungry like you want to make a sandwich or you know and it's so weird like i like it so much uh we haven't talked about their little dog ben oh yeah who, uh they have we, the we fourth cast member yes who we have <laughs> we have set up earlier in the film uh has a little trick where he will fetch a tennis ball out of the water although i'm not clear on how he gets back on the boat because otherwise you have to go down and get him every time when you what fetch. if there's like one of those like little ladders because like dogs can climb little short ladders sometimes Do- like little short dogs they have to be like ramped like i can't go like straight up I think they can. No. I think they can. Dogs can't climb I mean, ladders. Not like climb ladders like I'm climbing up a two-story building, right. but I feel like, yeah, they can like probably boat, get like a, a couple. A boat ladder is like quite straight up. This is ridiculous. I feel like it would be like three or four steps. 
I'm sorry. It's a ridiculous conversation, but I, I really am I'm enjoying it because I really want to know how the dog gets back on the boat. Um, That's so funny. So, I, bet, I bet they told the dog. I bet they told like Philip Noyce. Oh, yeah. This dog can totally climb small ladders. And then 100 percent he couldn't. And they're like, just shoot around it. <laughs> when you fudge on your resume a little bit, you're like, yeah. yeah Come shoot day. Oh, um, I can't. Um, I can't actually, actually do that. Do that. <laughs> So sorry. Um, And, you know, Billy Zane, I feel like part of the charm is like he tries also to kind of convince Ray, like they were trying to kill me. Like I'm the victim here. Like I was just doing what I had to do. But I like that there's no part of her ever. You know, Ray kind of goes through different phases of like how to sort of pacify his madness. But I like that at no point she's like, She's like, no, you're insane. Like right away. Like she, you had one chance, right? And you're just insane, right? Of course. But like, I, I feel like I, you know, she frustrates me as a character because mm-hmm. for me, I'm just so laser focused. I'm like, they have a fucking gun on the boat. Get the yeah. gun, shoot him in the face. For sure. That's all I. That's all I want. Yeah. And it takes. It doesn't even get there. Like yeah. it takes so her so long to mm-hmm. when you see how it, like he's if he's stolen your own boat yeah. and knocked you unconscious, right? And left your husband behind. You're done. You're done. Yeah. You're dead meat to me. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I will fucking kill you. But I think this is where the trauma comes in. And I think that's why the trauma was introduced. Because sure. I think it was meant to be like she's not firing on all cylinders. Right. Like she's not making – she does make some cool choices later on. Yeah. But it definitely – it's like to like get her to like – yeah, the beginning good choices are not being made. Sure. But I like that, you know, at least like intellectually she's like, oh, you're insane. But I just don't know she – if she doesn't figure out the clever way to deal with that early on. Right. So she um, she gets to the radio mm-hmm. and she manages to yeah. radio uh, Sam Neill mm-hmm. and they're able to have a... He, can't, he can hear her, but she can't hear him. Yeah. So they end up having a conversation where he's clicking for Morse code. Yeah. And, you know, are you okay? Are you alive? So they is can the, say yes and no. Yeah, is mm-hmm. the boat sinking? How fast is the boat sinking? Right. Um, so she has to figure out how to go get him before the boat sinks. So she right. has like a deadline. <clears throat> There's like right. a time... You have this is all you have. Yeah, I'm like let's go. It's like sunset the next day or something, right? It's, it's, it's only a few hours. Yeah, so she's got to like oh, okay, hustle yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Um. So she decides. Uh. They, she decides to to steal. The, she tries to get to the engine key. Yes. So she's like her plan is to like, stop the boat. Like, yes. gonna Stop it going. So she, so she goes rips down off the engine key mm-hmm. and throws it into the ocean. Where the dog. <sighs> Oh, who totally likes Billy Zane, by yeah. the way. Like the dog's super into him. The dog's like not such a bad guy. Like dogs I get usually, pets. dogs usually don't like crazy people. I know. I'm like, where's your loyalty? You know, Ben doesn't care. Sorry, he's um, just like, you're great. I love you. I know. He super does. So the, he goes and jumps in the boat, the uh, ocean to get the key, and mm-hmm. uh, they have the battle of who's Ben going to come to. Yeah. And he goes to Billy Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Gives him the key. <sighs> yeah. And I feel like she also has this sort of moment where then, you know, she tries kind of in a panic to flee and, and lock herself in a bathroom and, you know, just kind of this panic, like, I just get away, get away, get away, get away. Um, but then she has kind of, you know, one of the tactics where she, he, she opens the door later and he's like, friends? And she's like, friends. Like, I like that she kind of tries to match his crazy. Like, oh, are we doing this? Yeah. We're like, one minute you're going to kill me and the next minute we're cool. If that's the game, I'll play that game, yeah. you know? And I think that's kind of clever rather than just like outwardly let him know you hate him the whole time. Right. Be like, if he can switch, then I'll switch too because that won't seem crazy or suspicious to him because that's how he rolls. Sure. But I also feel like if it get him in a lull, like you know he's yeah. going to like ramp back up to craziness. So like get him while he's mellow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But instead. I know. They- well, and also too, they, I feel like there's, there's sort of like the how their relationship evolves along with we keep cutting back to 
quite a number of like Sam Neill trying to fix Shirtless, the boat. sweaty Sam Neill. <laughs> if that's the kind of thing you're if into. If that's the thing you're into. This, this movie's about, got it. Definitely. Um, and they really like, you know, it looks bad. Like yeah. the engine's flooding. And he's like pump, trying to pump the water out. And like Ooh, the ship sinking is just so fucking yeah. upsetting. And he's like really deep in the boat. So it's that thing where like it's going to get to the point where it's going to trap you. But he can't leave the engine room because right. that's where the whole thing is. You know, like it's it's dicey. Like it kind of goes back and forth between they create I, I like that they create a lot of drama in his isolated situation right. as well as so it's sure. not just it doesn't just become like the Ray Huey movie it also you go back at like the Sam Neill in peril like all three are in peril all the time all the time yep. even if they're not together and I like that a lot uh, so then Ray decides to uh, placate Huey a little bit yeah. with um, a very, really uncomfortable sex scene. Yeah. Uh, Can you call it a sex scene? Or I is call it, it a rape scene I call is it what I call it. Too, because, yeah. uh, and it, 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 it's a, but it's one of those scenes where like she's trying to pretend that she wants that. Right. And obviously he wants that. And so she keeps trying to like do like delay tactics sure. to kind of, so he thinks they're like, we're young people on a boat doing it, and like she's pretending, it's super uncomfortable. But then, like, it, you know, it's in a very last house on left kind of way, just like holds on her face during yeah. the whole bit. So, like, that's you know, yeah, nobody likes rape scenes. Well, no. people do, but I don't. But like, we shouldn't talk about that. We shouldn't talk about those yeah. people. Um, those people. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, um, I will. I will. I will give this movie points for mm-hmm. equal opportunity ass. We get true. to see uh, lady and man ass. It's true. So. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But after that scene happens is where she starts to get very clever. Mm -hmm. And she does that thing where she, they show earlier in the film that she has taken sedatives with her on the trip because she has, she's having nightmares and she's having trouble sleeping. And she's mixing him like a lemon drink. And she sees the sedatives and is like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like I just 100% going to drug him. And so, because I think she's already taking them i can't remember if she also took some of it as well but like she does she drinks a little bit of it be like oh this is so delicious because she makes him a drink and then he's like you drink it first and so she's like okay but she's already taking well, she them. doesn't make but she doesn't make it for him she, she pretends she makes it for herself oh okay and then she's like drinking it and then she's like oh, oh do, do you, you want, want some yeah yeah and then he's Here. like oh well you drank it so, so it's okay gotta be okay really good and idea he, and he comes out in sam Neill's clothes wearing his perfume like it's so gross the whole thing is pretty gross she, i mean she handles it well she handles it really well and i will say i feel like this is really where uh, Nicole Kidman kind of knocks this thing out of the park because I feel like she does a good, great job of those moments when he, it's sort of like those little indignities mm-hmm. that he does. Like she registers them in a great way where I feel like sometimes there's like the movie way of registering something, but then pretending it's okay. And then there's like the real way of registering that. And I feel like she does it in a really realistic way that makes you even though you're i agree the character can be very frustrating mm-hmm. you empathize a lot with her because you're like that's a lot to put up with like that's a lot of nonsense yeah. billy zane that you're throwing her way but, um but it does work it does and uh, a squall is coming the weather's starting to get a bit crazy um as and, if they didn't have enough problems <laughs> no let's just pile on um and she finally decides to get the gun um which unfortunately he catches her doing and they have a spectacular fight in the kitchen mm-hmm. like the or the galley i guess and it's great it's just like knocking she's shit over knocking, i mean she's like thrown it's one of those great it's like a great fight in small spaces yeah so just everything is trash and you just feel like you'd be you're so hurt because it's such a small space like he really throws her And then he's about to get the upper hand, but then the sedatives take effect Uh um, and he passes out. And this is when Julie and I were like, shoot him. Yeah. Please. He is knocked out. Yeah. How easy is that? Put a pillowcase over his head. Just fucking do it. I know. Instead, she ties him up. 
leaves yeah. him, locks him in. I'll lock him in. I'll tie him up. It'll, It'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. No, it's not going to be fine. It's definitely not going to be fine. Uh, Sam Neill also not doing fine because uh-huh. he is uh, face up to the ceiling, taking the last breaths, and uh, yeah. it's, it's looking grim. It's so yeah, that scene is so tough too. And yeah. also, she has that she not only does once she kind of loses the gun, they also have that whole like harpoon fight part. Yes. Remember that? Where like she's like on one side of the door and he's on the other, and she has a harpoon. And we're like, where's that up in the whole movie? Yeah. Like you would think, like immediately, gun harpoon. These are all choices. Um, and she harpoons through the door, and you think you get him because there's, there's like blood. the blood, and then it's totally the dog You're who like, was so loyal to you, Billy Zane, and you killed him anyway. But he was so loyal that like when Billy Zane is like attacking her through the door, the dog is right there, you yeah. know. And then she harpooned her dog in sadness. Uh-huh. But yes, so she decides that she's gonna like beetle it back over to Sam Neill as fast as she can. But yeah, she like hog ties Billy Zane uh-huh. and just locks him again in one of the bedrooms, and we were like. I mean, I understand you lost your kid and you're super screwed up, but like, what the hell, lady? Yeah. Like, you have, you're done. You have a knife, you have a gun, you have a harpoon. He you assaulted have sedatives, you. You have like a flares, you have all these weapons, and yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, and yet. And oh. yet. But she uh, she's out there on the pilot in that thing through yeah. that storm. Yeah. And uh, Nicole Kidman actually learned to drive the yacht and oh, really? was piloting it herself well, through that, that storm. Well, that would feel so satisfying. That like, would. That would just be very satisfying. Yeah. Um, so I so as the water finally does kind of rise up past Sam Neill's face. And he has to use the pipe to breathe. Which was outstanding. Yeah. Like, that was so great. I'm like, you're amazing. Um, he's underwater taking breath through this pipe. And all of a sudden, he sees a fish uh-huh. and is like... What? And again, I feel like my brain would so be in panic mode that I would see the fish and be like, well, it's the last thing I'm going to see before I die. Yeah. But Sam Neill's brain goes, how did that fish get in here? If we're underwater, there must be a hole. And so he starts swimming deep underneath and finds a hole and gets out through the hole that's at the bottom of the boat that started causing the boat to sink in the first place, uh, which we were like, genius. Uh, and then he does another smart thing where he makes like a raft for himself and then lights the or- the Orpheus is the name of the schooner, lights the Orpheus on fire to create this big, because the sun has set at this point, to create a big signal. So sh- I mean, obviously it won't be on fire for long, but like, pretty clever yeah. so his wife will know how to find him and i'm like well done sam neil and i i love how he has this sort of like he's on the dinghy and he's lit this boat that tried to kill him nine different ways on fire and he's got that like insane like ah, burn burn you know um and i like that when characters kind of slightly lose their mind yeah. like in these situations because like sure. they've just been through so much it, it would give you such joy such to watch that burn just burn uh so we've this movie has taught us that boats have very flimsy doors yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, <laughs> yet again, crazy fucking Billy Zane uh-huh. uh, is is able to like saw his ropes off in a very bloody mess. Yeah, it's that, that thing where like you're using you're sawing through your ropes with broken glass, but you're also cutting your wrist. But you're so crazy, you don't care, and yeah. so you just keep sawing. So just blood everywhere, yeah. kick, kicking doors. Yeah, and uh, um, and she finally and he finally like confronts her, and she has the gun, and he tries. It's a I think you and I talked about this beat later where it's like. He, I think he's trying to charm her again. Right. Or you said, because he has this crazy smile on his face as he approaches her. She's got the rifle port towards him. And you brought up this great point where you were like, I think he's doing it because she won't be able to shoot him if he's smiling. Yeah. Like if he's like looking not... In her, like looking at her and looking pleasant, looking beautiful. Yeah. So he's basically looking as handsome as possible and just smiling at her like, there's no way. Like, there's no way you could shoot me right now. No way. 100%. Look how gorgeous I am. Come on. Check it out. Um, 
And then finally, 100%. Well, she kind of does. Like, she does, but it... It's well, like a harpoon in the shoulder. Yes, or... it's like the shoulder shot where you're just like, just in the face, come yeah. on. I mean, it's a pretty face, but just all right already. Um, but so she finally, Sam Neill and uh, Ray, uh, reconnect, and they get on the boat. They get on the boat together, and Billy Zane is sort of, like, knocked out and knocked onto, like, a, like the dinghy or, like, a raft. She, put, or, she puts him on a raft. That emergency like, raft, that's right. right, where it, like, blows up. Which so, is cool which is super cool and so sticks him on it and basically like they maroon him and like they're like all right bye hope it all works out for you mm-hmm. p.s not our problem bye so she doesn't have to kill him but she sort of like leaves him to be it's killed like a passive murder it's a very passive murder like yeah. you know he's gonna die but you're not really doing it so does it yeah. count yeah yes it counts yes it counts it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> I may have killed someone. it's just not like it's murder where you don't have to clean up the mess later right. like the version that you and i would do there'd be some scrubbing later yeah, um yeah. and mm-hmm. somebody has to clean that up but mm-hmm. uh this version they're like it's a very clean clean version of murder um so you have the sort of like oh like they're together billy zane's gone it's and, gonna be all right why it, don't i shampoo your hair right it's now so cute. it's, really it's cute. like a very you know he's shampooing her hair and he and prepared the, her a breakfast yeah. like the dream breakfast that she talked about that she wanted at the beginning of the film um but then you see kind of on the side of the boat some like bloody hand prints and bloody whatever and so it's i mean obviously it's one of these like tacked on endings where it's like a final scare and i think you and i looked it up later and it was like a definitely like they went back and reshot that because that's what the studio told them to do and it feels a bit like that but it's a great they do it in a kind of a clever way where like he's shampooing her hair and her eyes are closed and then when he goes to get the breakfast suddenly these gross hands start shampooing her hair and then she looks up and it's Billy Zane and he's insane and um, it's just as Sam Neill is coming out of the hold and he grabs a flare gun and through the sail flare guns him in the mouth yeah which was that I'm like I think that's a new one. Uh-huh. I think we've seen a lot of death uh, in, over the course of this podcast and in movies, but flare gun in the mouth. I think which he well deserved, and yeah. they made us wait for the entire movie for. Yeah. So I'm generally against tacked on endings, but I'm like right. I wanted to see him, see him get shot in the face, it's and true. I did. So yeah. I'm happy with that. And it looks painful. Like that's just he that's, deserves it. No, hundred percent. So he falls off the boat, and his face is like smoking, mm-hmm. like while he's face down in the water, and then off they go. And then you and I were like, well. Do you need another holiday now yeah. to like try and get over this trauma? Or how do or you? What? I, yeah, I don't do know. Do they cancel each other out? We're like, now you're fine? I don't even know how that works. I don't know. Yeah, I think you need a different place that's less isolated. They need to go to like Paris or something. Yeah, you know? well, and just... that's going to help everybody no matter what. <laughs> just go to Paris. Um, so as far as survival goes in this film, um, I would just like to, again, point out that to have so many weapons at your disposal and not use any of them yeah. for like a really long time. Like yeah. it's just it's, people, I mean, you guys, it's frustrating. It is. Yeah, it is frustrating. I mean, I will say, I think they, they do a great job of at least pawning it off in sort of character reasons yes. why she doesn't. And when she does come up with stuff like the sedatives, like you and I were just like blunt force, you know, like let's just take them out. But I was like, Oh yeah, drug him. Like yeah. that's super easy. And you don't, you know, but she definitely could have done that like hours earlier, but she screwed up. Sure. And so, so like they're a great final couple, but it just yeah. like, you know, if Sam Neill had been on that boat, yeah. like Huey would have been dead in 10 minutes. Like it would have been no, yeah. no, no problem. And right. I, and Huey knew that, yeah. I, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, well, not, not the best final. I mean, they get there, but it's just, they do get it, there. But, but I feel like, it. but because I buy the trauma, yeah. I'm kind of okay being frustrated. Mm-hmm. I feel like other times in other films, I'm the frustrated where I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because I can't justify the stupidity. Right. And at least in this movie, I can. Yeah, there's a reason for it. Exactly. Okay, so let's get to some gore factor. Okay. 
We got one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. And five, run for the barf bag. And we give Dead Calm a one. A one, yeah. Not enough blood to fill the Dixie cup. Yeah, I mean, blood-wise, it's pretty minimal. I mean, that girl's like head floating. It's like not not the dream. Um, But it's just like a little bit like through the door, Mm -hmm. a little bit when she gets knocked out. And the flare in the mouth is not gortastic it's no, just like i mean it's just but, surprising but on the other hand it's like maybe we should give it a five because that car accident i'm like that's like faces of death type shit man like that's not yeah but i mean it's, it's not, not gore it's not gore though it's like upsetting and frightening right. and like geez philip noise but it's not gory yeah. like i didn't i wasn't it was just more like the idea of it rather than like toddler head okay okay. nope stop movie rating uh zero to five chainsaws one if you're desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby and five fantastical what do we give this uh i gave this a three okay which is seen worse seen better seen worse seen better gave it a four you give it a four okay not Mm -hmm. too shabby yeah i feel like i would give this a four yeah oh really i don't know why i was giving it a three i totally agree i i wonder too i mean i guess if you're you know kind of were you thinking of it more like straight horror so like no i mean i I don't know it's weird because i i I liked that i remember because after jurassic park came out i went through a sam neill phase as Uh we all did yeah and i watched it calm in high school and Uh i really liked it i watched it a bunch so Uh i don't know what my three is about on this page i don't know i feel like yeah my four is largely due to insane billy zane dancing um i feel like that's largely (laughs) let's just let's give a a big shout out to billy zane because he did he get he does not get the love that he deserves yeah and this movie he's amazing and like really really great i don't know why he didn't launch into stardom Mm -hmm. from this film i mean he did all right like he did fine but he didn't go nicole kidman level uh yeah true or sam neill level right yeah true no he's really but i think also I think also too. Yeah, I mean, really, like he, he's fine. But Titanic's like, fine. But I mean, he's fine. I think he he worked it out. But I I think also too, it's you know he's he's interesting because he has that kind of bounce between he is, you know, I think it's a little bit of that kind of Johnny Depp thing where you're just like a good looking guy that's trapped in you know, but you're like a character actor yep. really, mm-hmm. and um and there is something strange about him. Like he's got this kind of strange quality, mm-hmm. um, and it really suits this film well. Where you're like. I should just be attracted to you and you this should be okay like if you were on a boat and Billy Zane was aboard you'd be like okay I think it's gonna be a good cruise but like (laughs) but no like he's crazy and just from the outset like his energy is crazy Mm -hmm. and it's yeah it's a lot of fun uh so next week uh we're going to be talking about a movie that uh we I I really like this film a lot and I feel like it's it's criminally underseen okay uh, uh which is 1981's Hell Night. Hell Night. Yep. I feel like this movie was kind of began those phases. It's like the right after Halloween. Right. And everyone went crazy with the sort of like stalking pretty young things and separating them and slicing them up. Uh, and I feel like Hell Night is right up that alley. Hey, it's a good alley to be yeah. in. <laughs> no. I enjoy that alley. Yeah. We will meet you in that alley. In that alley. <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> See you then, guys. Bye. Brain to survive.